Welcome back. We're Simply Bitcoin. We break down the news from Twitter, the daily fail, meme review, software releases, hardware releases, and the websites by plebs. Joining us today, very special guest, fellow Bitcoiner and host of the Lightning Junkies podcast, The Chaz. That's right. He's joining us. Okay. But first, we're going to the numbers. Let's do it, people. Number time. Brought to you by Bitcoin 2022. Get your tickets now before the next price increase in 12 days and take advantage of the link down below for 10% off your ticket to Bitcoin 2022. At the time of this recording, the block height is 710,342. The Bitcoin price, 56,820. Chain rewrite day, 746. Total public lightning capacity, 3,247.84. A new all-time high. That's right. We know it. Moscow time, 1760. And blocks to the halvening, 129,658. You know what I have to say about so. this, Phil? And, I, and, I, and I, I was about to tweet this, but I saved it to drafts, okay? <laughs> the responsibility the price right now right i put total 100 percent responsibility on dennis okay this was completely caused by him this is his fault and you know i think as a community we should all be very angry at him that's my opinion what are your thoughts phil i definitely okay when we went down below 57 i was like you know what i might actually want to call the 58 gang for some help <laughs> to pull this thing back up that <laughs> was like 58k gang come on you know like you were there when we didn't want you now we need you to come back where are you so, where are you dennis where are you we like need we're your help. screwed here we're getting screwed on both sides we need your help dennis no but I, all joking all joking dude you're a fuck you're 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 an effing legend he called yeah. it that's epic as hell yes. super funny i think you're pissing off a lot of people in the good way yes. but uh but anyways in these times of desperation, Phil, you know what time it is. It's Nico Glassnode subscription time. Nice. And get ready, everybody. Uh, we are about to inject some hopium directly into your veins. However, big, big disclosure, right? We show you raw data. And with that raw data, you get to decide what you want from it. And I also want to point out that just because something has done something in the past doesn't mean it will do it in the future. Okay. Anyways, that being said, check this out. This is called Realize HODL Ratio. And let's read the description. A high ratio is an indication of an overheated market and can be used to time cycle tops, right? Right. So let's look at the cycle tops, right? This is 20, uh, 2011. This was the 2013. This was the 2017. And very interestingly, right, this is, you know, the current situation that we're in, right? We're not even close to that dotted red line, right? So, and also very interesting, right? This is the this is the all-time high that we hit in really it was like mid mid-year, right? 50, what was it? 54, whatever. And this is right we're at 65 or we were, right? But it's interesting because it's at the same level, right? And we're no near close to that red line now again this is hopium and this is why we call it hopium right um but it's it's nice to see these things sometimes right and again like you know these indicators doesn't mean you know it you know past performance is an indicative of future results or whatever but uh 
it's 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 nice hopium, right? What do you think, Phil? That's some serious hopium. That <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Like that's that that's ridiculous. I'm looking at that and I'm like, what? <laughs> Look at that gap. We have so we have so much to go. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. Anyways, um, if uh, I, I want to get, you know what, Phil? Listen, our guest very. This is the first time that we've ever had a guest live from thirty-five thousand feet. So uh, we want to welcome Chaz. How you doing? Incredible internet connection, by the way. Oh, I know. Uh, I had to pay for that extra, you know, the extra Wi-Fi up here. They charge a lot on the private ones. So yeah. Um, I think it's it's really interesting that chart. You know, when there's that much of a separation, there's there's no conclusion you can reach other than it has to go up to meet it. It has to. <laughs> That's true. It's true. I mean, look. It's true. Just by our body postures, I think what you you guys could surmise what me and Phil are saying. We are, me and Phil are thinking, but that doesn't mean we're gonna tell you. Anyways, Phil, it's time for the daily fail. The daily fail is brought to you by Amber app. Check them out, amber.app. It's Bitcoin made easy, the easiest way to buy Bitcoin. Check out the link down below. I didn't forget, today I remembered, yellow, tell them what's up. Amber, the smart way to stack sets. As I was just explaining, it's three, just three individual tweets. We're not diving into a major long fail story for today, but these are epic failures nonetheless. Let's dive into each of them. So we've got count at count Bitcoin. Shout out to you for uh, putting this together. Look at this YouTube thumbnail. Now, obviously, we're not going to show the video, right? Um, but take a look at that, right? Are regulators coming for crypto? Wait, wait. And behind oh. bars, he has Bitcoin. Oh, I think he realized on the algo, on the algo, on the SEO that that uh, crypto is a better, you know, it's a better search. It's a better search thing, right? But anyways, mm. Phil, could you could you scroll down a little bit because Gigi Absolutely. said something really Absolutely. really wise, really oh, really yes. wise. Live by the growth hack, die by the growth hack. Ooh. Bingo. <laughs> Ooh. Now, okay, so hold on a second because we. So this is a very fine line, right? Um, because we do attempt to do our version of thumbnails, and we do attempt to do our version of you know hyperbole, hyperbolic, hyperbole, yes, hyper yeah, hyper hyperbole, hyperbolic. We're destroying that word. We're killing that word. I'm yeah, sorry, butchering it completely. <laughs> but you guys are probably used to this by now. But yeah, so you know, we we try. We know we use catchy thumbnails. We do. We use catchy titles. However, however, big however, right? Um, you could see that Pomp started with Bitcoin, right? And then he slowly, right? You, you'll see his evolution of his thumbnails, right? And you see the evolution of his titles. And that comes to one reason, one reason alone, right? If you put crypto in your, in, and trust me, you could download so many different little YouTube apps right and they'll tell you exactly what title's good what to search for like there's a science to this um if you use crypto right or any of the shit coins they're much better searched than bitcoin right so it's incredibly difficult um it's not difficult right it's just here's the thing right um you grow slower if you don't use those terms 
but you get to keep your soul. That's the, that's the positive part, right? So we would rather keep our souls here on Simply Bitcoin. I know a lot of you in the comments like, wow, you guys should have more fucking views and all that stuff. That's why, because we purposely don't do, we don't deal with shit coins. We only use Bitcoin in our, in our thumbnails and our thumbnails and our titles. And because of that, right? we don't rank so well right um anyways phil what are your thoughts and again you know we're not really good hopium dealers right and we're not really you know trying to give you price predictions or any of that either so you know all those addicts aren't really gonna like simply bitcoin videos right we try to stick to only the signal for you guys but phil what are your thoughts i'm gonna take a slightly different spin on this uh even though obviously what you just explained is you know it, it's correct, but I'm going to take a different spin to that screenshot, right? So you see how he's got the Bitcoin logo behind bars and he's talking about the regulators coming for crypto. So it's this validation by association thing. But at the same time, it also creates this FUD narrative that Bitcoin has something looming. OK, and and what again, right? We, we've shown time and time again, right? The regulators and all that stuff, they can stifle it for a time, but it doesn't make a difference. They have absolutely no control over the network. Although with your crypto and your shit coins, you absolutely have to worry. Okay. You do have to be concerned. They all have a head you can chop there. Every single one of them has a door you can close. Okay. So that I'm, that's, that's my spin on this. Like he, it's just, you know, like, it's just, again, you know, it's the clickbait, right? But it's clickbait in this, like, disingenuous, shitty way that for a noob, they get they, they get concerned. And at the same time, if they don't know enough, they think that all these other shit coins are validated because Bitcoin and they're not. Correct. And, and you know, and and look, just to clarify, I know, um, look. Uh, we, we always appreciate the work ethic of content creators and we're not trying to take away anything yes. from that. Right. And Pomp really does work really incredibly hard. Right. But we just don't agree with his methods. Right. We're trying to take a different route and we're trying again, you know, um, it's it's exactly what Gigi said. I think Gigi summarized it perfectly in that tweet. Right. Is you live by the growth hack. You die by the growth hack, right? And in a way, when you start playing those those games, right, where, you know, the typical YouTube thumbnails, right, um, you know, uh, again, like, yeah, you will get more clicks, you will get more engagement, you will get more views, absolutely, right? But at the same time, are you, are you really doing it to help the revolution, right? Are you really doing it for self-promotion, right? Just the thought. But anyways, Chaz, what are your thoughts on this? So, Pomp, the first time I ever saw that dude's name was when he followed me on Twitter and then two weeks later unfollowed me. <laughs> you know, that old growth hack back in the day, like that was years ago. Um, and he's basically the only person that on Twitter that has that big of a following that I do not follow back <laughs> because of those reasons. And so, in, in my opinion, basically... He's falling into the trap that the altcoin promoters want him to fall into. He's being a very good altcoin promoter in, in the sense that, um, like you guys were saying, the altcoins have something to worry about for regulations. And so they, they, they kind of need the uh, the kind of cover of Bitcoin or the, you know, people just saying we need regulation. Regulation is going to happen. You know, we can't resist it. You know, let's just bring it in. It's great. It's wonderful. Let's just eat it up. Um, and then they get to kind of enjoy the riches of that position, like kind of pomp is 
taking the kind of lion's share of, uh, you know, uh, of the numbers, basically, you know, and I, I, I have a hard time really getting the sense that he cares about like the actual revolution or Bitcoin or whatever. He cares about enriching himself first. Eh, and then maybe I'll go down to El Salvador and I'll see what's going on later. I, I don't know. I, I just I've never really liked Pomp, to be entirely honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm, look, um, that makes I, all of us. Yeah, I think everyone has, you know, a different role to pay a play, right? Um, he's definitely taken the route of the influencer, right? That's a hundred percent for sure. But again, you know how it is, guys, to each their own, right? So, you know, everyone has, you know, if that's the way that you want to do it, you know, go ahead. Anyways, Hello. Phil, what is uh, bring ready? us, bring us. I'm always ready, Phil. All right. The next one is brought to you by the right click assassins. No, I just made that up. All right, here we go. I downloaded all 10,000 of those ugly, lazy lion NFTs and turned them into a mosaic of a person right clicking. That's at concrete hodl. Thank you very much for posting that. And I believe it was ICO Sonat that tagged us in this. And don't get me wrong, but his, his reply is great. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, that's such a great gift. <laughs> Man, that's okay. incredible. Yeah, that, that was that, that was good. Okay. So anyways, so, I just thought that was huh? So what are you talking about? So what is all those downloaded ten thousand gifts? Oh. I mean no, sorry, so not the, gifts, NFTs. NFTs, yeah. So it's just a bunch of NFTs of lions, right? The the ugly lazy lions. But wh where did he download them from? Oh well no, we're I mean we're getting to that. Ah. But unfortunately, we're not allowed to show everything. <laughs> no, we you, could we could talk about it. We could we talk, talk about, about it, it, but we can't show. Anyways, all right. I digress. I digress. Let's get into it. Grubles posted this, um, but it actually came from I believe Jeffrey uh, Jeff Huntley. Good morning. There's a torrent of all the NFTs on Ethereum and Solana. That's right. And I just want to point out, okay, so this is every single NFT all there. You can just go download the whole entire thing. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, we cannot attest to that. And we will no, we not can't. Be, There's just a screenshot. We will not but, be able to provide a link for you either. But here's no. a screenshot of the Pirate Bay thing. Yeah. But I just want to point out, I just want to point out something that, that, Jeff, that, that Jeff wrote. Did you know that an NFT is just a hyperlink to, a, to an image that's usually hosted on Google Drive or another Web 2.0 web host? No way. No way. Okay, I can't show it. I'm sorry. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, but look, guys, this is... This is what we've been saying. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You're you're paying for a hash. You're not paying for actual ownership rights of that image. You, you're not you think you are. I know you think you are. You're well, what was that called again, Nico? It's representation of ownership? What does that even mean? That it's 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 pathetic. Like representation of ownership for a JPEG makes no sense at all. How does it help you in any way, shape, or form? It doesn't. And look. This guy just proved it, okay? And he is definitely getting a lot of crap, but it's proving a point. You are paying for a unique hash. You are not paying for ownership of that image. 
And and, it's all you, and and when somebody buys it off of you, they're literally buying the hash off of mm -hmm. you. Exactly. They're not buying the image. Stop pretending. Okay, anyways, Nico, go. No, you're spot on. It, it wasn't the hashes that were stolen. The hashes are still there. It was the actual image, right? And why was it the actual image? Because you can make a copy of an image. I printed this out so long ago, right? And it's like this guy, it's like, oh, you Bitcoiners, you know? Like, look, I right-click saved and I printed, right? Like, it's not that hard. Then you actually have these companies that sell these stock photos, which we talked about many times. And what they do is they put a watermark right so that watermark right shows that hey you don't own the rights to that image right and that's their way it's a pretty effective way to be honest right to show you that look they don't own the rights to that image right but apparently right because these people right and, and I, I see it you know what in the bitcoin kindergarten we were talking about this yesterday and i said listen bitcoin's a cult okay but here's the thing their cult is wrong and our cult is right what do you think phil Okay, you know what? I First of all, we're the cult of sound money. <laughs> That's what we are. We're the cult of sound money. You could be part of many cults, okay? You could be you could be part of a like you could be part of like the, you know, the fiat money club or the the fiat money cult, right? Dude. And and there you go. You know, you worship devaluation and inflation and all of that crap. So, wait, you know, wait, you could be Phil, part Phil, Yes. Phil, hold on a second. What? Okay. Hold on a second. Are they not a cult? Joe Biden whisper. There's a there's a pyramid with an eye on the back of the dollar. That's fucking weird. Have you ever thought about that? That's fucking Nico, weird. It, it That's so mean. weird. <laughs> well, did you ever read the Latin? It says New World Order? No. Yeah, of You're, course. Go read it. Really? Are you serious? Come on. This is old conspiracy stuff. This is like super old conspiracy okay, stuff. Let, let, hold on. I wanted to... Oh. <laughs> yes. I, I have to point out for the NFTs, though. I apologize. I, I know we could go down a rabbit hole for that for a really long time, but I just wanted to go back to the NFTs quick. I saw something absolutely cringe today on, on YouTube, okay? I saw the Post Malone... Some Post Malone video. You know you know that, that guy whose face looks like a high school desk with all, like, the drawings? Like, so I saw Post Malone video, and... He's buying an NFT. So, again, I, I know it's mean making fun of all, of all the tattoos. I totally appreciate all of that good stuff. You know, people can do whatever they want with their bodies. I have giant stupid stretchers. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that this guy is being used to sell and shill NFTs. So they show him buying an NFT in the, in the, uh, in the video at the beginning. And all of these people are cheering for this. But again, this is nothing but bag pumping. This is nothing but bag pumping. Like... They paid, I, I, I'm digging, I'm desperately trying to find somewhere proof that they paid him to do that. I'm 100% sure that he was paid to do that in his video, okay? So they show him buying an NFT. I'm sure that there's a trail showing that, like, that money never left. And, and if it did, it came right back. I, I anyway, just, that's, that's my, but I look, that's my opinion, okay? I just think it's cringe, and this is what they're doing to suck people into this garbage, my opinion is that I like Phil Stretchers. Okay, I just want to get that on the record. Okay, Chaz, what are your thoughts? What are your what are your what are your what are your thoughts on this? <laughs> well, um, I think I want to say first that simply Bitcoin has the correct opinion about NFTs. Just saying, uh, they're they're just fucking uh, ha hash strings. The end. Um, so uh, besides that, though. Um, I, I find the whole torrent thing very interesting because it kind of obviously shows what's kind of going on here to some extent. Um, but I, I actually wanted to point out in very egregious 
uh, NFT that I'm not sure if you guys saw this like a few months back or something like that, but it just stuck in my mind of uh, Gary V. I'm not sure if you know who Gary V is, um, but like he's a, a promoter guy, you know, that's all he does is promote himself like a kind of supercharged pomp, actually. Um, and so he's launching an NFT restaurant where you do, I, I don't even get it, man. It just, once I put that into my brain, it begins to melt and then I don't know where to go from there, you know? So, so hold on, Chaz. Is is the food a picture of food that's tied to a unique hash? Or is the food <laughs> tied to a unique hash? And once you eat the food, all you're left with is the hash. How does that work? I, I think the food is this food, is interesting. and the rest is a scam. So, <laughs> so there is real food involved here. Dude, I would think right. so. I think that's the 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 entire point here. That NFTs aren't really bringing anything unique. Like they're a ticketing system. Fine if if you want to do that with with hash strings, with colored coins on Bitcoin in 2015, go for it. That's where most people in Bitcoin first started touching NFTs was with rare Pepe's or even before that um, on a counterparty. And it was stupid back then, like not to say anything bad about the rare Pepe art itself, but the concept is dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And, you know, it... <laughs> Man, it's just so freaking stupid. <laughs> it's just so dumb. But I mean, look, I feel like I feel like the the shitcoin entrepreneurs, right? Or scammers or whatever you want to call them. I feel like they come out during the bull markets, right? They hide during the bear. They're like they go they recess, you know? And then during the bull, they're like, "We're back and we have something new for you." Right? And like 2017 it was like the ICO boom. Right. And it was like the ICOs is the next new token. Right. And then now they just like repackaged bullshit and they're like, it's the NFTs. This is the future, you know. So I'm just very curious what happens next time. Like, what are they going to come up with? But we'll cover it here first on Simply Bitcoin. Anyways, Phil, it's time for the daily meme reviews. Brought to you by Citadel 21. It's the best Bitcoin cultural zine. Get yourself a physical copy. There's only a thousand made per volume. This is volume eight and volume nine just released. Look at the beautiful artwork. It's it's unique for every volume and they're scarce. There's only a thousand made per volume. And check this out. We're going to do a double header because it says crypto cloaks right here down there and they sponsor us too so it's a citadel 21 and crypto cloaks get yourself a copy of citadel 21 today all right so the daily beam review first one is brought to us by patrick b spot the spooks excellent handle and anyways let's check it out <laughs> you guys really have to understand bitcoin culture for this one so this one's a mm -hmm. tricky one right but this i'll give you a hint this relates to the price so he's sitting on a chair <laughs> and he takes away the chair that he stands up and he keeps looking at the price. That's the only hint I'm going to get you if you know you know. Next one. All right, by Greg Zag. Do you believe in human rights? No, you're hired. Federal Reserve. Awesome, awesome by Greg Zag. Ne next one. Fuck you, Dennis. Um, when you get paid during a dip to 58K, a part of him lives within me, doesn't he? <laughs> Just look at him, guys. He's responsible. He is responsible. Okay, next one. All right, you guys know the drill. Sometimes we show pictures instead of memes, but they still 
convey a powerful message, and this is my legacy kit. Kit, funny. This is the level of Satoshi evidence that the Craig Wright provides to the court. Also, we will cover that very soon, but we're waiting for a guest. Anyways, what were you saying, Phil? So wait a second. All we have to do is sign the white paper ourselves, and we are no, Satoshi. No, 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 no. But check out what the what the lady had to say. Had dinner with Craig Wright, aka Satoshi, last night at a beautiful waterfront. Craig Wright, aka he wants to he wants to let you know he is Satoshi Nakamoto. Says it right there, <laughs> but he wants to let you know. So, but times. I don't understand. Does he does he just carry this around with him? No, no, no. The lady brought him a. Uh, I'm assuming a printout of. That's weird. But anyways, okay. Yeah, Moving this on. all. This all. Yeah, this all sounds very staged. Very suspicious. Suspicious. Yeah. Suspicious. Typical Craig Wright maneuvery right there. That's okay. not even a word. And we got the last one by the legendary <laughs> Yellow, who uh, you know he already made his appearance. Maybe he'll make a surprise appearance. No. Anyways, um, and it's Samson Mao playing the drums. And that is because today I set up a Blockstream satellite base station at the Legio SV Berlin geothermal plant where the Volcano Bitcoin mine is located in El Salvador. I added that part. The facility is now connected to our satellite network and receiving Bitcoin blocks from geosynchronous orbit. Uh-oh. Is that, is, that, is that the whole internet going down narrative disappearing? I just want to point out that Nico read closer this word. and closer. Nico huh? read this word. Okay, you did read that word. You did very well. Synchronous orbit. Boom. What the f is going on? Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, dude. So good luck shutting down Bitcoin. They're, are they going to shoot down the Bitcoin satellites now? Apparently, I don't know. Uh, Phil, why don't you go first on the score? Oh, man. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give a score that's going to be one of those kind of like insider scores. It's going to be one of those if you know, you know kind of things, okay? And I am giving it this, this Hacker Quarterly Edition 2600. That's what it's called, the 2600 Hacker Quarterly. Ooh. And if you know, you know. Very cool, very cool. So I'm, I'm jealous of Phil's mic. So what I did was I got a keychain, a reckless keychain. Ooh. So now I have his mic in my hands. What about you, Chad? Wait a second. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right at all. <laughs> Chaz. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Chaz. Go ahead. I think I... In his hand. <laughs> I don't have a mic in my hand, unfortunately. I wasn't that prepared, sadly, but... Um, I'm going to rate it a, oh man, I just messed up my mask thing. So please edit that out if you don't mind. Um, Will do. I, I'm going to go ahead and rate uh, the memes a TARDIS. This is epic. Is that the light up one? It is not a light up one. This is just oh, a basic one. But isn't that the <laughs> that police? I keep on my desk. Isn't that the police hut from that TV yes. show? That British show? Doctor Who, right? Dude, this is, it's epic. The TARDIS, I mean, don't get me wrong. We all, like putzes, have cars. Really, what we need is that, okay? Mm. Every single time you step in, step out of that thing, it's a new adventure. It's mm. fantastic. Yeah. You kidding me? Yeah, it's true. Uh, all I'm right, a so huge fan of Doctor Who, as you can tell. So the, the inside joke about the mic is because Phil was jealous about the mic, so... I'm still jealous about the mic. You know, he still hasn't sent me anything. I flipped it around. You know, I gaslit him. 
Right. I still want that mic. I've, I've been learning from the corporate media. They've been teaching me so much about gaslighting. So I'm I just second besting it here, Nico. No, you're not. It's the second besting. No, because someone like Chaz, who's into lightning, which one do you think he's going to like more? The orange pill or the lightning bolt? Hmm? Be honest. To be fair, I actually really like the orange one. Like, it's... It's it sick. looks really cool. The uh, crypto uh, cloaks uh, did it right. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I would love if they made one for the wave microphone, but eh, it's a little niche. Uh, so, you know, he what? Needs to make all of them. I'm going to censor that part out of the video because it doesn't fit the narrative. And that's what the media does. Right. And we definitely <laughs> want to do what they do. But anyways, Phil, it's time for the daily news. Brought to you by CryptoCloaks.com. Get yourself the best 3D printed Bitcoin merch like this El Salvador colored Bitcoin freedom grenade art and the Bitcoin honey badger. It has a little space for a cold card. Visit CryptoCloaks.com today. Okay, so um, this is another Simply Bitcoin we told you so moment. Uh, we told you specifically, right, that when they said they were going to taper off and raise the rates, um, they physically couldn't, <laughs> and the reason why is, to use Max Kaiser's own words, you can't taper off a Ponzi, right? So this is an official, I just want to, I don't even know what the comments look like. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, you know, Preston Pish, you know, congrats more on... <laughs> Twitter. That, that face. Twitter. She's a that face is priceless right she's, there. She's actually a convicted felon. Okay, but anyways, let's see what the convicted felon, which is the also the head of the European Central Bank. She's a convicted felon and she didn't serve any jail time. Why is that? Rules for thee, but not for me, right? The elites don't play by the same rules that us peasants do. But anyways, let's see. Bitcoin fixes that. Anyways, let's see what she has to say. If we were to take any tightening measures now, it could cause far more harm than it would do any good. In the face of spike inflation, to even hint to tightening in, in, the, in the short term would actually hurt the economy and would begin to have effect at a time when inflation begins to... Okay, so complete contradiction, okay? Because she just said, right, that she just said right that if they taper off it would increase inflation but isn't that the exact opposite no. that it's supposed to do but at the same time if she taper off it's going to shut down the economy no nico no no wait 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 we she called this she, by the way but she just said that that if they do this now as bit as inflation is coming down and we just reported that number of record inflation yep. so i don't I mean, this confusion is completely on purpose. Mm hmm. I agree. Sorry. No, I think you're spot on. And I think that, you know, again, if you were listening to mainstream media or we they're not mainstream media anymore. Right. They're corporate media. If you're listening to corporate media. Right. You wouldn't know this. Right. But we've been two idiots on YouTube have been calling this out since January. Why? because the record amount of money printing, and what does that do? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to add two plus two, even though they want you to think 
that money is like requires a PhD. I would actually even go to say that if you have a PhD, <laughs> you can't understand Bitcoin. <laughs> That's the pattern that I've started to notice. Um, but anyways, Chaz, are we talking shit? Well, of course, but I think that's a good thing. Um, so in this case, I think it's it's really absurd because it's the exact same rhetoric we've been hearing for literal decades. So like if 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 at some point they're like, you know, we have to push the can down or, or kick the can rather down the road by a decade. Fine. OK, maybe that would have made sense like in the 80s, maybe. But like we're we have printed so much money. The United States is in such ridiculous amounts of debt. Like it, it's I think they're basically saying we have to kick the can. We have no other choice. If we if, if we don't kick the can, we're screwed. If we do kick the can, we're screwed. We, we, we're, we're just screwed, guys. I think that's the uh, that's the uh, the thing that they're trying to communicate. I would even say that there is no more road to kick the cow down, you know, like they've ran out of road and they're trying, they're still trying to kick it and the can's bouncing off the wall and coming back and they're like, let's kick it again. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's complete and utter clown world. And I think that there's an observation. I might be wrong here, but in the downfall of the Roman empire, the same thing started to happen, which was the moral decay of society was very closely correlated to the decay of the money right in the beginning of there was the roman republic right the denarius which was the currency of the time it, i'll pop up the actual numbers but it had a certain amount of silver right I'm, I'm i don't know if these numbers are accurate but it had a higher proportion number of silver let's say 95 or 85 percent of the coin was made out of silver towards the end of the roman empire right it had like 0. 0.0000 something right so they did the same thing they debased the money right and then society decayed with that now is that like is that like a cause is that a thing could that be just a coincidence who knows right but again you know just something an observation but anyways check this out there's kind of a takeover right and again um, we've said like in the next 10 years right the wealthiest people in the world are going to come from the Bitcoin industry and unfortunately the shitcoin industry, right? These, this is the future, right? This is where everything's going. They're already taking over uh, NBA arenas, right? And I refuse to report this, but then there was three, there was three arenas. This has a happy ending. Okay. There's two shitcoin ones and there's one Bitcoin one. So the first one is the Staples Center, which was the arena for the Lakers became the Staples, Staples Center Crypto.com. Ugly ass name. And they bought the naming rights for $700 million. Now, it wasn't only the Staples Center. And I apologize because this is for Miami, okay? Miami Heat bet on shit coins with 135 million naming rights deal. And they gave it to FTX. So now instead of the American Airlines Arena, it, will re it was renamed to the FTX Arena, right? But now, check this out. Apparently, I'm not a, a Miami Heat fan anymore. I'm a Houston Rockets fan. Um, Houston Rockets today announced a partnership with NYDIG, a leading Bitcoin company. As the official Bitcoin service uh, service partners, Bitcoin platform of the Houston Rock Rockets, NYDIG will be the franchise exclusive partner across a range of shitcoin services. But NYDIG is a Bitcoin company. I'd love how they put cryptocurrency. 
Ah, okay. Anyways, the sponsor will be paid in Bitcoin and the proceeds will be held on NY. That's weird. <laughs> we pay you in Bitcoin, but we're, we're also we're not actually giving it to you. It stays with us. Anyways, really smart from NYDIG. Um, from basketball, I'm not going to read that, but you guys get the point. Um, clearly, there's an association with, uh, dude, you know, Bitcoin and shit coins are starting to seep into society, right? The I for the Staples Center, right? It was the Staples that was like the giant mega chain. I think they sold like sold office supplies, right? Took it out. And the shitcoin company took over. Miami, unfortunately, um, sucks. Uh, you know, it was the my American Airlines Arena, right? And if you saw it from above, because right, if you the planes when they're landing in Miami, you pass right over that. And there is a giant emblem of a plane on top of the American Airlines arena. Is it going to have a giant turd on top now to represent it's a shitcoin? I have no idea. But again, apparently, you know, let's go Texas. Houston Rockets, right, are associating themselves with a Bitcoin company. But it's funny because they got paid, but they never received the Bitcoin. <laughs> so it's like, we owe you this Bitcoin, but it's not going anywhere. It stays with us. Anyway, that's funny. Um... Anyways, Phil, what are your thoughts? And then we'll get Chaz. Okay, so everybody needs to see the movie by the South Park creators, Basketball. Okay, because at the beginning, they talk about exactly this with all the teams. In this case, it's teams uh, changing cities and stuff like that. And essentially all these sponsorships coming through. And eventually you end up seeing Preparation H Stadium and stuff like that. So... I mean, this is just par for the course, right? Um, but I do agree with you. I, I think that it would be, which I don't expect them to be accurate, but I do think that they should be putting, pick, like, you know, logos of their shit coin, but surrounded by logos of shit. So <laughs> that way it's very clear that this is a shit coin sponsored arena. You know, like pe people should know, right? But I, I know that they're not going to be honest. Instead, they're going to make it sound like it's something wonderful. I absolutely agree. But, but I do ag agree about the whole everything seeping into society, which is which is fantastic, right? That, that's uh, the si that's the signal. The rest the rest of the shit the is fucking noise. Okay, yeah. like who the fuck cares, right? But the signal is right. How far you have to understand? Bitcoin is only what 12, 13 years old, and the fact that it's gone into this stage is absolutely incredible. That's what I want you guys to put in, uh, like pay attention to because that's the actual important part. Who the fuck cares what arenas are named, right? Uh, anyways, Chaz, what are your thoughts? So two things here. Uh, first thing, I would like to point out the history of Crypto.com in case people aren't aware. In 2017, it was actually an ICO that launched called Monaco, and they had a debit card scam. I'm just going to call it a scam. Uh, and they, it's, they, they still do, by the way. Right. And it was but, a scam. Yeah. And it still it's still is. a scam. Yeah, but they've managed to. I I have to. I have to. I have to give it to them. They've managed to make their marketing a lot better, and you know they bought that one dude's website, the guy that had the the crypto dot com website for a stupid amount of money, um, and you know did all this. And so I think the one thing I would point out besides that is the uh, change from like 2017, 2015 type actions where I remember people were paying for ads for the Super Bowl or maybe like uh, sponsoring one like like the Orange Bowl or something, I, th I think I remember. Um, and now entire stadiums are being named after things. And so it seems like we're kind of on this incremental increase or not even incremental, but like exponential increase of 
to they have this much money, this much money, and now up oh, now they just bought a uh, you know they just bought Tesla. That's probably stupid, but you know they just did something really really over the top with all their stupid money. Yeah, it, it, hey, shitcoin, shitcoin behavior, fiat behavior, and shitcoin behavior is, is very similar. Have you noticed that Bitcoin behavior is just completely alien from that shit? Right? It's like you want to save, you want to conserve. Shitcoin behavior, it's very similar to fiat degeneracy, right? Just saying, right? Again, might be a coincidence, but who knows? But anyways, I'm going to end the new segment. It's a little dark, but we have to cover it. It is a big deal. Uh, I'm going to start it off with this tweet by the legendary Stacey Herbert. Um, our friend, he's an American, just landed in, Amer in Miami from overseas, and the border agent asked if he was carrying any Bitcoin. I suspect this is going to ramp up. Now, the problem the state has is how do you how do you take 12 words or 24 words out of someone's mind, right? How do you do that, right? And then again, right, um, you know, Bitcoiners just saying, do you carry the number three, right? Because it's really showing that. Come and take it, right? That's a, that. That is a very. This is very powerful. This image, right? Because that is the that is the strength of Bitcoin. I'll put it to you this way: What can you take to the grave? You could take some Bitcoin to the grave. You mm -hmm. could. You could you just could. literally be like, you're the only one that memorizes that seed. You know. You know. Unfortunately, you know you're gonna die. You throw that seed into the ocean. Oop! It's gone. You just made everyone else a little bit richer. Right. So anyways, that's the strength of Bitcoin. But moving on, I'm going to tie this in with what's going on. It's not that big of a deal now when Bitcoin is sitting at a trillion dollar market cap. But this is going to be all out warfare when Bitcoin hits a five, ten trillion dollar market cap, because it will actually start to become a threat to the way that nation states are used to operating, right? They're used to operating with the power of the money printer. Bitcoin is a direct attack on that. It's a threat to that. And you could you could kind of guess what they'll do, but th this is just the beginning, right? Um, but anyways, check out how this article is worded, right? And I kind of want you to connect this with what Stacy was saying. Right. You know, oh, a, a border agent was asking, uh, you know, if he was carrying any Bitcoin. You see how they're treating this. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there's cognitive dissonance here. Right. Um, and look, so IRS sees crypto seizures worth billions of dollars next year. Right. So they're already telling you that they're going to be able to seize crypto next year. My question is, how? How? Right. But look at how it's worded. The Internal Revenue Service could could seize cryptocurrency valued at billions of dollars that's linked to tax fraud and other criminal and other crimes in the coming year, according to the agency's head of criminal investigation. The IRS seized three point five billion dollars worth of cryptocurrencies during the fiscal year of 2021. They want to let you know. That. Even with self-custody, even with securing your seed, they could still get to it. A figure that accounted for 93% of all the assets seized by tax enforcement that year, according to an IRS criminal investigation annual report. 
I, and this is to quote from IRS criminal uh, chief Jim Lee, I expect a trend of crypto seizures to continue as we move forward into fiscal year. In the past, the IRS criminal unit seized billions of dollars worth of Bitcoin and other virtual currencies connected to cases involving a range of criminal activities such as wire fraud, money laundering, the distribution of illegal narcotics, and tax fraud. That included $1 billion of stolen from the Silk Road and online Bitcoin exchange that was shut down in 2013, right? Now, here's the signal, and I'm going to connect this with with an article in a second. Congress recently granted the IRS more ability to surveil cryptocurrency transactions in the infrastructure package President Joe Biden signed into law on Monday. That law will require crypto brokers to track and report transactions to the IRS in an effort to give tax authorities more viability into virtual currency trading. Now, here's the thing, right? when we've been covering this tremendously, right? What they want to pass is every time you send, regardless, it doesn't have to be to an exchange. If I wanted to send a $10,000 transaction, over $10,000 transaction to Phil in Bitcoin, right? I would have to report his name, his social security number, his address, and the reason as to why that transaction occurred, right? And the way that that article, you have to understand this comes from corporate media it's trying to frame it so it's like we, the state, still have total control here. We could still crack this down. They are not mentioning, it wasn't mentioned anywhere in that article how they intend to do so. How do you pry 12 words out of someone's mind? If you geographically separate your seeds, let's say leave them in different countries, right? Literally geographically separate them, bury them in the middle of a forest. How does the US government able to seize that? They don't want you to know that though, why? Because it completely changes the power dynamics of everything, right? So this is a giant paradigm shift and what we've been, we've been telling you is Take your Bitcoin off exchanges and take it into self-custody and more importantly, secure it properly. Preferably, learn how to use multi-sig. This is going to get nasty, especially if you live in a country that benefits from the legacy financial system, specifically the United States, Europe, and China. You already know which route China went down, right? So anyways, Phil, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that's definitely, I mean, look, if I was a shitcoiner, I, I would definitely be worried, right? Um, but to your point about the transactions, it doesn't make a difference whether you're a shitcoiner, you know, or a Bitcoiner. If you're using the fiat legacy system and you're making transactions that are over $600, every single one of these things is going to get flagged or, at, you know, not necessarily all looked at, but they're definitely all going to get flagged, which is creepy as hell. Um, I mean, look, you know, we're, we're just moving more and more into that, you know, that sad dystopian future and what's really scary right is that these are like these are fellow humans that are essentially voting to imprison all their future generations and themselves like it's it's the strangest thing I, I've, I've ever seen where where the incentive the incentive to you know kick the can down the road is so high that you're willing to you know that you're willing to create monetary slavery all around the world absolutely it's, it's, it's pathetic and scary it is. And, and look, this doesn't mean that like, we're, like, it's not going to happen for sure. We're right? not, we're not, you know, we're not supporting 
any of those activities, you know, illegal activities or whatever. But oh, no, just, it's not about that. But think about the concept, right? These people want to know, the state wants to know every single transaction that you do between other human beings. What is that but not control, right? What is that but not control? And again, what is the Fourth Amendment? Or is it the Fourth or Fifth Amendment? I, I, it might be, I'll pop it up which one it is, but it's unreasonable searches and seizures. Do you think this is unreasonable? <laughs> Every yep. single $10,000 transaction, I have to give a social security number of the person I'm sending it to you. And here's the thing, is this enforceable on a wide scale? No, but what they'll do is that they'll pick a couple people, they'll make examples out of them, just like they did with Ross, thinking if we give this guy a double life term, this internet market market thing will never happen again. You know what happened? Five other Silk Roads popped out and Ross is still in jail. So this idea that you could just punish people, look at the drug war, right? This is like, let's put all these people in war. Did it stop drugs? No, right? So again, it's, it's, it's psychotic. It's psychotic and it's anti-human and it must be defeated. AML and KYC laws, we've, we've discussed this over and over again. It doesn't stop crime. We've gone over, we showed you the receipts. In fact, we're gonna have uh, the guy that wrote the paper on the show, I think next week. It's so inefficient, it only stops 0.1% of the crime. So it's like, like, what are they for? Are they for actually controlling the population? Our theory, we can't know this for sure, is yes. Chaz, what are your thoughts? My thought is I think I'm going to need to fill out a CTR on both of you because I think both of you have transacted over $10,000 and we need to file this with the federal government immediately to make sure that we're pure, pure people right now. Um, I don't know, man. I It does make me really nervous, to be honest. Um, that I, my ability to resist that, you know, I can put the, the seed and have like, like a multi-sig, that's fine. But I guess I'm worried about the $5 wrench attack that, you know, the government's going to say like, okay, you're not going to just give us the seed. Let's just go in this back room really fast. We'll see if we can change your mind kind of thing. We'll lock you in a box. Exactly. Yep. So they do, you know, the state does have a monopoly on violence, right? And I think that this is, you know, if you kind of want a glimpse, I really recommend reading the book, The Sovereign Individual, right? And he really lays this out how this is going to play out because the chaos is caused right now between the transition from the industrial age to the information age right before governments the state had a monopoly on information have you noticed the censorship have you noticed that the corporate media is just trying to sell you a narrative but for the first time we are able to directly communicate with each other on social media so we're able to see things and talk amongst each other. And now the gatekeepers of information are freaking out. They're panicking, right? So their, their, their reflex move is let's censor more, right? And now here's the thing. You add more chaos into the mix. They're also losing their monopoly on the creation of money as well. So it's two things happening at the same time and it's creating a fuck ton of chaos and the sovereign individual predicted this shit in the fucking 90s. So you should definitely read that book. But anyways, I'm going to end it on a happy note because it looks like there is some good people left in the swamp. Uh, check out this uh, tweet by Gary Brito, which was texted to me by Nick Can't Mind. Shout out to you. 
Um, so check it out. Good morning. Some good news. A comprehensive bipartisan, I think that's the key word right there, a comprehensive bipartisan bill has just been introduced in the House to fix everything wrong with the infrastructure's bill, crypto tax revision, including the unconstitutional S6050I individual reporting mandate. This is the mandate of the $10,000 rule that I was just talking about. So he's saying it right there, unconstitutional. Why is it unconstitutional? It's against the Fourth Amendment. But if you look at corporate media, right, they're feeding it. They're already trying to prepare you. This is happening anyways. <laughs> Let me put on the glove. Okay. But anyways, moving on. Uh, the Nick, or Bitcoin Magazine, I sent corrected, I'm sorry. Um, you know, kind of covers it in this excellent article, right? It says, Representative Patrick McHenry and Tim Ryan have today introduced the Keep Innovation in America Act, a bipartisan bill seeking to fix the digital asset reporting requirements in the infrastructure bill turned into law this week. To quote him, we have, we have to figure out how to balance consumer protections and reasonable oversight while simultaneously providing these technologies and companies with the necessary space they need to grow, innovate, and democratize the financial sector. Representative Ryan has said in a statement, I'm committed to finding that balance and I believe that McHenry-Ryan legislation is the best path to get us there. In September, a tax change introduced in, in, introduced in the infrastructure bill would require U.S. persons receiving over $10,000 in Bitcoin and shitcoins to report the sender's personal information to the IRS, extending the provisions of Section 6050I that currently only apply to cash transactions. The new bill aims to remove these reporting requirements entirely, right? So again, you guys know the drill. We are single-issue voters on the show. We don't give a fuck whether you're Republican or Democrat. We care. Do you support Bitcoin or do you not support Bitcoin? If you don't support Bitcoin, we don't like you very much, and we will call you out for it. So again, um, it's what I was saying before. You're seeing a clash, right? You're seeing the state trying to maintain control, right? But at the same time, it's like if what if you pass these totalitarian laws, guess where all the Bitcoin is going to go? El Salvador. Right. So, again, like, you know, it, the Ukraine, right? Like the places that least benefit from the legacy financial system. They're seeing this in the Western democracies that have always benefited from the money printer. They're going to be saying, Bitcoiners, come here, bro. Portugal, no capital gains tax for Bitcoin. You know, it's like the better flag theory starts to play out. And remember. And the legacy financial system, the fiat system, try to transfer cash between banks in different countries, right? Try to do that. With Bitcoin, it's like, okay, let's get up and leave. It's like, but they'll check us at customs. It's like, okay, let's take some time and memorize the seed phrase and take everything with us. You know, literally take all your wealth with you. That is the power of Bitcoin, right? That is the clash. And what you're seeing is the state trying to cope with that and they're having cognitive dissonance they can't even they, they don't understand it they thought that they built this moat that was so secure they were so confident in the legacy financial system that it's coming to ass and it, we have front row seats for it it's amazing phil Oh man, you, you just got me thinking as as you were explaining that, I'm like, you know what? Somebody could just sit there and like use a book, right? And underline, you know, underline the words like randomly in a book. Like, how would you know? 
You know, like it's just, it's completely insane. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? It's like, why is this word underlined? (laughs) Tell me right now, is this a seed word? Is this a seed word? It's like, and, and like, what are you supposed to, like, how are they going to know this is totally nuts, right? Yeah. And and you can see, right? It's just what you said. They're lashing out. They've got nothing left, okay? The, the two things that brought them the most power is quickly slipping out from under them because, let's be honest, they, they were abusing it and making all of our lives much worse as a result. And it, interestingly enough, the, you know, certain, you know, certain people in the government are still continuing to do this for whatever reason. So... I, I just, you know what, um, I, I, I was really glad that you finished on that tweet, because um, that previous one, man, was brutal. Yeah, so That was definitely brutal. I'm trying to paint the, the overarching macro picture here, because I think a lot of people get lost in the noise on the day-to-day bullshit, but because we're in this privileged position where we have to do a good show for you guys, we have to cover this every fucking day, you start to build a pretty good picture of what the fuck's going on in your head, right? And then you obviously you supplement that with excellent reading material, right? You know, the Bitcoin standard, the sovereign individual, and you kind of get an idea of what the fuck's going on here. This is we are witnessing the death of the traditional nation state and the separation of money from state and it's not going to be pretty these people are not going to give over the keys right they're just not going to do it so again the best way to do it is just store your seed properly you know fight in legal avenues right make a ruckus on twitter stay active right you know you saw that tweet from christine lagarde she's trying to tell you like all official and then you scroll down all the bitcoiners are like convicted criminal you know so it's like that's how we fight back you know not with violence but with words with calling out the truth staying principled staying on top of this staying active, showing the receipts showing the proof right that's how we fight back it's gonna be brutal but Bitcoin wins. Anyways, Chaz, what are your closing thoughts? So I think in the 90s, as I'm sure both of you are aware, there was the crypto war where the US government tried very hard to kind of you know, clamp down by making PGP illegal or whatever, and Adam back you know, made that shirt and said, ah, go fuck yourself. Um, I think that cat and mouse game is going to continue to some extent. Like, I'm not going to try to predict too far out here, but um, I think, you know, before the destruction of the nation state as we know it, we're going to continue to have, like, they're going to continue to bring out their guns. We're going to come back with something else. So maybe something like the Lightning Network, maybe something like Channel Factories, you know, whatever other Bitcoin science fiction you want to pull out of your ass there. But I I think we're going to, you know, continue down this line and the government can't win. Like they didn't win in the 90s. They didn't win before that. It's at best, it's a stalemate. And I think at some point the stalemate will fail and they'll lose. But that's my opinion. Yeah, and, and it's funny because when Adam Back came on the show, he mentioned that example specifically as well, right? Which is the crypto wars in the 90s. And it's, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. And look, when we say the death of the nation state, we don't mean the destruction of America. What we mean is the separation of the creation of money from politicians. So the, the, the traditional, like, let's go invade a country. Let me press the money printer. Try doing that on a Bitcoin standard where everyone holds their own money. 
that's going to be incredibly difficult, right? Because each individual has tremendous amount of individual power over the collective state, right? So that's what we mean by the death of the nation state. The United States of America, it's it's literally designed for this, right? The founding fathers understood the evil, right, of absolute power corrupts absolutely, and they tried their best to decentralize the government as much as possible. But like we've said, right, you know, it starts to decay over time, right? So now you're seeing even more centralization, even more centralization. But I'm bullish as well because each individual state has so much sovereignty over the federal government, right? So you see Texas, right? They're flexing their muscles because they're trying to protect the Bitcoin mining industry. They're not going to let that go to the federal government. That's a huge portion of their economy. Florida, the same. Wyoming, the same. So the federal government could say, Bitcoin this. And what, what we predict is going to happen is you're going to see something very similar to what happened with the marijuana industry right? Federal government took a strong posture and it was the individual states that said, nah, marijuana is legal here in California. Marijuana legal is here in Colorado. So we suspect it's going to be, it's going to happen, take the same path, but this one's going to be much uglier because it has to do with money and that's where their power comes from. And they definitely don't want to give that up. But anyways, Phil, there was a open source software release today. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Software releases. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Get yourself a cipher wheel. Protect your Bitcoin from disaster. Specifically, protect your seed from disaster. Fireproof, waterproof, pet-proof, tamper-evident. All the good stuff that we love. All right. Check it out down below. All right. We've got Umbrella version 0.4.7 that was released. Check it out down below in the show notes. Awesome. Thank you, Phil. All right, guys, that was our show. Before we go, subscribe to us on Rumble and all the podcast platforms because the things that we're saying <laughs> might piss off the wrong people, if you know what I mean. And of course, definitely check out our awesome guest. And I want to say something about our guest because he said something really interesting in the beginning because he came on and said, hey, I don't follow you on Twitter. And he's like, you don't want to follow me. You might not th- you might not like the things that I have to say. And I'm like, that's exactly the type of person I want to follow. So definitely give him a follow. Um, and you can give him a follow. His handle is at the Chaz on Twitter. And uh, yeah, he's a lightning junkie. You know, he has the thing. And he's a dope private plane. He has nothing else. He just has the private plane. That's it. He sold everything else. And I heard he told me before the show that he's selling the chairs on the private plane. So it's just going to be a private plane empty and stuff. Anyways, guys, if you enjoyed the show, smash that like button. And if you want to continue hearing the catastrophic because it really is, from the Bitcoin plea pleb perspective, and also the catastrophic fails from the Bitcoin plea perspective, then consider subscribing. And we'll see you tomorrow, guys, for the weekend edition of Simply Bitcoin. Bitcoin. It's about time. Bitcoin.